Amy wandered through a sea of escaped convicts, fairy princesses, and pirates, looking for her husband, the Grim Reaper. Unfortunately, this particular party had an abundance of sickle-bearing cloak-wearers. The novelty of the evening had worn off for her, and she desperately wanted to go home. She shouldered her way past a punk rocker, trying not to get the diaphanous scarves of her harem girl costume caught on his spiked collar. She had made her way to the back patio, searching among the partygoers when death crept up on her. She was startled by his sudden appearance. Ken? She peered into the hooded visage. Hard as she tried, she couldn't make out whether or not Ken was inside. She hoped so, or else she would feel like a fool. The Reaper remained silent. Behind him, she could see another Mr. Death in the living room. Was the silence of the one before her a denial or an affirmation? Ken, stop fucking around. Are you ready to go? This Reaper pressed closer to her. I have come to take you away. With that, she felt his hand slide down her nude lower back and onto her rear end. Her heart beat a little faster. Surely, her rational mind said, no one but Ken would dare put his hands on her. Not like this. Her not-so-rational mind wondered if her bare back had tempted an especially bold and slightly inebriated stranger. Ken, I'm serious. If that's you, you'd better say something. I command you to follow me, slave girl. Whoever this was, he distorted his voice and spoke in the low, ominous tone of the hereafter. Slave girl. It was a role she and Ken had played in past bedroom games. It actually had inspired her costume for the evening. Only Ken would call her this, wouldn't he? The Reaper grasped her hand tightly and guided her back through the party. Even though a trace of uncertainty lingered in the back of her mind, she followed dutifully. But what if she was making a terrible mistake? The tall black individual led her up the stairs and into the unoccupied upstairs bathroom, shutting the door behind them. Ken, you're starting to weird me out. I do not know this Ken of whom you speak. Fine, then I'm not going to play this anymore because I have a husband I love very much. This statement would either deter the stranger from going further or flatter Ken into a confession. She reached for the door. The Reaper pressed his hand against it, blocking her exit. No one can fight destiny, Death commanded. The voice had changed. It sounded remarkably like Ken's baritone. She turned toward him, a little sure. She needed more proof. She ran her hands over her companion's chest. Nice, firm pecs. More evidence that, like Ken, this man worked out regularly. Emboldened, she said, Please spare me. Is there anything I may do to save my soul? Reveal yourself to me. This was getting exciting. She wanted to comply, but this was crazy. What if she were wrong? What if this wasn't Ken? She would be exposed to a stranger. She felt pretty sure, so she decided to risk it. She slid her halter top up over her breasts. She pinched her nipples, playing with them. Death reached inside his shroud and pulled out his cock. His penis was thick and hard and familiar. She thought she recognized a little brown birthmark on the left side. If this wasn't Ken's, it was an incredible simulation. You will taste death. She allowed herself a Barbara Eden moment. Yes, master. Sinking to her knees, she took him in her mouth. It had to be Ken. Certainly, this was his musky scent, 
his salty taste. But that slight twinge of doubt, that hint of danger made her hot, made her suck more fervently. And oh, honey, emerged from the darkness. Not oh, baby, or oh, yeah, but oh, honey, a kinism. There's only one way to be certain this is kin, her naughty inner voice told her. She would have to feel him in her. She stood up, pushing her partner down so that he was perched on the seat lid. Hitching up her silken dress, she stood over him. She straddled him, hovering for a moment above the tip of his cock, and then, taking him in one hand, spread herself with the other. She was so wet. She lowered herself until he was buried up to the hilt in her. Mmm. It sure felt like Ken, the way his thick, powerful cock stretched her to the point of ecstasy the way he filled her up so she could barely think straight. She rose and fell, tightening around him with every fall. Their breathing became ragged. As her tension grew, his hands worked up from her hips to her heavy breasts, playing with them, coaxing her. She was astride big death, and the little death was almost upon her. With a light pinch of her nipples, she could no longer hold off. With a moan, her whole body shuddered, She was positive that this was kin. Only her husband could get her off like this. Her pleasure brought on his own. His hands shot from her chest to her shoulders, thrusting her firmly down. With a mighty grunt, he released in her. She was in the prime of her life, and death had come for her.